0: Strong Opinions, The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, Grammy Award-winning artist Seal is heading to Arizona Financial Theater on April 25th. Limited tickets are still available, but you can register to win a pair right now by visiting the contest page at KTAR.com. So apparently, the Wall Street Journal is reporting the leaker has been identified, the one that leaked all those documents. We're going to get to a little bit more of this later on. We are waiting for a press briefing in which they are going to I'd probably tell us the identity of the person that they believe is the leaker. So we'll find out more, and I'll fill you in on the details if, you're not sure, if you don't know the inside story on in this, but we'll get to it soon. I wanted to start this hour off talking about the cancel culture. Because I think it's riddled with hypocrisy. Um, and We've talked about this quite often. I kind of did this rant yesterday about everybody out there in Gen Z that thinks that they're being brave with the trans thing and all this stuff. You're just fighting in a different way, and the pushback is not coming because there's trans people in the world. The, pro, the pushback is coming because you're in everybody's face with it, and it's you're telling people how they have to think about it. And if they don't think the way you want them to think or respond or react the way you want them them to respond or react, then you get to label them. I think the woke movement, and there was a whole thing about what is woke. You can't even define woke. I can define woke. Woke is when you tell me what my words really mean. When you look at my reaction to something or my statement on something and you tell me what my words mean, you're woke. I know what I mean. And if I don't respond in a way that you believe I should, if you want me out because of that, then you're woke. That's just my that's my definition of it. Uh, Anheuser Busch sheds over five billion dollars in value since the Bud Light thing. But we know other manufacturers. Coors had a rainbow can, so it's not a. It it it's just this in your face thing. But the woke thing, this cancel culture. Um, Kevin Hart, the comedian, was fired because a decade earlier or more, he had made some uh, homophobic jokes and gay jokes in, on Twitter that he had apologized for, but that wasn't enough. He wouldn't apologize again. So they fired him. There have been so many people that have been, and I will tell you that corporations, when they hire people, they want to look at your social media. They want to see what you're up to. And you don't necessarily, and I'm sure young people are being taught this more than older people that, you know, people are going to look at what you do online. But what, what the jokes I would crack when I was 18, I wouldn't necessarily crack now. I don't, I don't know. How do you hold somebody accountable in a different generation? And so what was said and done, um, if you go back and watch, and I, I was just talking with someone this morning about this, if you go back and look at words that were used and content that is used, uh, years ago, that was perfectly socially acceptable. Um, You would never, you couldn't exist today. And how are you held accountable? Um, And you change with the times, but you can't be held accountable for what happened in the past. That's the issue. But here's where the woke movement, I think, is riddled with hypocrisy. And I'm going to, I want to go backwards. Um, Hakeem Jeffries, who is the House Minority Leader, when he was in college, went after black conservatives Called them token blacks, right wing opportunists, um, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other terms he used. Um, he was a, is a frequent critic of of people that are of African American and are not Democrats, and so Republicans are saying it's racist and indefensible because of some of the ter- terminology he used. But isn't it interesting that if I go after someone that for the color of their skin because they don't think a certain way – that's racism at its core there's no doubt about it. If, if I judge you based on the color of your skin and my belief that your political leanings are going to be because of that color of your skin, and if you don't subscribe to that, if there is so in I am as as Caucasian as they come and if I were out and somebody didn't think like I thought, and I said, hey where's your where's your pride in your race? What are you doing? That's white supremacy. There's no one that's not is going to think otherwise. That I believe because you're the same color I am that you have to believe like I do. That's white supremacy. Why is it? And if I go after someone who's African-American and I attack them for their political belief and I say it's because of the color of their skin, I am a racist. It's not that I'm accused of racism. I am a racist. So why is it that? That people on the other side of the political aisle from me, in this case, it's Hakeem Jeffries, can go after people that are the same skin color that he is and call them names because they don't think politically the way he does. Basically saying, you're not really black or you're not black enough. I don't think the guy should be canceled. He said it in college. If he says it today, I don't. still don't think he'd be canceled. My point about the cancel culture is they know, that I don't even know who they are, but the cancel culture will go after you for certain things. And there's other things that are perfectly acceptable to say and do. Um, one of the funniest people on the topic, on any topic really, is Dave Chappelle. And I've told this story before, and this points out the ridiculousness of the cancel culture and how woke behavior is relative in its beliefs. That there are certain people that you can go after for certain things. Um, there is a hip-hop artist, and I don't know anything about hip-hop, but there is a hip-hop artist um, known as Baby, And that's uh, I've never heard his music, but he went out, apparently went out on stage and pretty rough homophobic rant on stage and he was i think at one time number one on the internet number one downloads in a lot of areas he was um canceled because of his homophobic rant and dave chappelle on stage said this guy had killed somebody in a walmart I believe in North Carolina, maybe South Carolina, but he had actually killed somebody in a Walmart and it was part of his past. This young man had killed someone and he said, and wisely, Dave Chappelle said, never did anything to hurt his career that he murdered somebody. But you hurt a gay person's feelings and your career is over. And that's why they call Dave Chappelle the goat, because Dave Chappelle pointed out the hypocrisy in that one joke about how the cancel culture works. That. There's, there are people out there that believe that they can tell you what you are because you don't agree with them even on one specific issue, and that for me is, is, is a problem. Um, and we – consider ourselves, and I say we because every one of us, I think we consider ourselves free thinkers that we don't follow, we're not sheep we are independent thinkers we don't, we don't, we question authority, we question everything and then when someone doesn't think like you, you call them a sheep you know um, I'll, one last example and I kind of regret it now I'm going to be honest about this, I got vaccinated and boosted Based on the information I had, seeking medical advice from my doctor and another doctor, two doctors I trust, both of them, one of them worked in the COVID field for a long time, volunteering in New York, said that uh, the vaccine gave me the best opportunity to not get COVID, that it was a good thing. And it was fine. So I got the vaccine and I got the booster. I was one of those people that went down to State Farm Stadium and sat in line at four o'clock in the morning and got the vaccine. Then I went back a few weeks later and got the booster. And then I went and got The third booster. Um if I had the information then that I have now, I don't think I'd take the shot. I'm not anti-vaccine. I just don't think I would. Um, But my point is, there were many people on my side of the aisle that were angry at me and couldn't believe I fell for it and all this other stuff. And I just said, you know, I go on the air every day and I defend you and your right to say no to the vaccine. That no one should be forced, nor should they be ostracized or made to feel bad. That they've made a medical decision to not take a vaccine. And I defended that right every single day on the But then I said to those people, shut up and leave me alone with what I do get injected with. Now, I wouldn't have done it again, but I made a decision that I had a right to make. And that's what live and let live means. The cancel culture says if you don't think like me, you're part of the problem. And I hope we get away from it soon. Coming up in a moment, the real cost of going green. Even people on the left are starting to scream about this expense and who's paying for it. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate you being here with us. Um I want to talk about. We talk about the economy. I talk about the economy a lot and what drives uh, some things. Now, there are things sometimes out of the government's control. There are some that are in their control. But we now know that uh, this movement that our president is dead, every president is known for something, that this was their whatever they were pushing, whether it was just say no or, um, you know, whatever it is. Uh, Matter of fact, George H.W. Bush was a thousand points of light, if you remember that. Um, it was the war on drugs with Ronald Reagan. There was just a, a whole area where you are kind of focused on some things. Joe Biden and President Biden's push is going green. Climate change is the number one issue for this administration. There's no doubt about that. And if you look at some of the things, just, let me just give you a couple of examples. The EPA has a new plan to cut car pollution as, as an SUV problem. How expensive it's going to be to force people to buy electric cars. Here's another part of this. China's threat to, uh, with rare earth metal bans. what it means for us here in the West. Because we know largely, if you're going to make these batteries, there's a lot of that money, that, the minerals you're going to need. China has control over much of that. But here is an interesting story. This is about a far left wing pundit. Her name is Anna Kasparian. You may know her from the Young Turks, and she is freaking out about climate change and the expense. And she was talking with the other people on that that, uh, that show, the Young Turks, about this. Um, she said they just don't ban the sale of any new gas-powered cars or gas stoves. And so the technology that you have in your home, the gas stove that you have in your home, if it breaks, not only are you not able to buy a new one, but it gets increasingly more difficult to get – what uh, more difficult. You get what I'm saying. Um, they said, I get it, but this is kind of the normal. Normal bumps in the road and she said I know but don't minimize the financial burdens associated with these things she said I'm re- re- literally freaking out about the cha- charging station thing we're going to take out a massive loan to pay for it we're not getting any help from the government on that tax breaks and tax credits instead of real money to do things and I look at this and I'm thinking wow isn't it fascinating that they are see- they believe the problem is solvable if there are real money cash given to people to do these things? Where is that money coming from? But everybody is lamenting the expense. It is working class America that is going to pay this price. If you were forced to buy an electric vehicle, now there is an argument to be made, and I believe it's a valid one, that electric cars, because of the what it takes to make and store and dispose of those batteries, is as bad or worse than natural gas for the environment. But that's a different argument. We are now pushed in the direction of electric vehicles. How many people out there that are working class are living in a home, living in a house, renting a house or own a house? There's a pretty big percentage that rents a condo, rents an apartment. And what happens if the apartment complex you live in doesn't have charging stations yet? You know what the housing crunch is like here? And then what about the prospect of all of these places putting in charging stations and enough charging stations to charge... 50% of the cars on the road. You know, California is sprinting, they say, by 2030. We are already at tax season of 2023. You know how fast time flies? They're going to stop in seven years, six and a half years. They're going to stop the sales of uh, um, gas-powered vehicles in California. Are you joking? The expense of going green and what it does to our economy. I am someone, I am someone that believes in progress, I absolutely believe in new things, better things. I am not someone that is against technology, against progress. I'm against forcing it on people. I'm against it costing the working class Americans more than it costs everybody else in real dollars per capita. Um, because if you look at how expensive gas is getting, who pays that price? It is people that make less money because it takes more of their discretionary income. But usually, usually it is people that don't make a whole lot of money that drive older cars. Older cars are less fuel efficient. I mean, it just makes sense. We are watching this happen. And now we're starting to see people from the other side of the political aisle, from me, lamenting this expense. Gas ovens? Are you kidding So now you've got people that are not making a whole lot of money that have to worry if their gas stove breaks, I got to go out and buy an electric one. And then if you if you're home, if you live in a home that was only wired for a gas oven. That comes with a 120-volt outlet in the back of it, like a regular plug on your countertop, and all that does is it powers up the lights and the gauges and sometimes the igniters and the stuff, the lighting inside your stove. But you need a 50-amp four-wire receptacle, which is an expensive proposition in an existing home to put in, in order to convert to a regular oven. It's ludicrous, and this is the kind of thing that's happening, and now we're seeing people on the other side of the aisle start to talk about it. There's so much more on this topic because I love it. I love talking about this. We are going to talk Biden documents in a couple of more moments because more documents were found. We are now finding out that the Pentagon knows who the leaker was. We'll talk about all of it coming up here in just a couple of moments. Values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show. KTAR News, 923 FM, and the KTAR News app. Just to tell you what a great band this was, they were as good, just different with Sammy Hagar as they were with David Lee Roth. Van Hagar was a great band. There's no doubt. Um, just different than Van Halen. But Eddie Van Halen, man, kept it rolling. Uh, welcome. Thanks for being here. There has been, according to CNN, there is going to be an arrest of a 21-year-old man. He's been identified in the CNN story. I don't necessarily want to say it till it's done, but they believe he is the leaker. He leaked the documents on a website um, in a chat room with his buddies, and he is um, connected to the uh, Massachusetts National Guard. We'll find out more as this goes on. But I found this to be a little bit humorous because I have a sick sense of humor, Um Man allegedly finds sensitive Biden documents, and we have this document scandal going all the way back to, um, you know, Mar-a-Lago and President Trump. Everybody's concerned about sensitive documents that presidents have. Uh, but these were found um, on the uh, streets of Ireland, where the president is now addressing the Irish parliament. Um, we have got to, uh, I wonder how widespread this is. And if it's something we all should be concerned about when we know how it was covered when former President Trump's house was raided by the FBI because he had documents that they wanted back to the National Archives that he had not produced. And then when the FBI raided his home, there were pictures that were released that said secret and top secret documents on files. And you didn't see the documents. You just saw the labels. And uh, the president, the former president said, hey, wait a minute. First of all, I can declassify any document I want. I was the president. I have the ability to do that. Well, then it all got weird because then we found out that there were the exact same kind of documents at the home in the garage next to the Corvette of the current president, going back to his days as vice president and as a senator. Um, and then we started hearing about how the rules are different as president and vice presidents. You have the ability on the fly to see, because of the job, top secret documents. Normally, you have to go to a room called a SCIF, which is where top secret documents are kept. So FBI agents that are working on important cases get a call at 10 o'clock at night and say, hey, wait a minute. There is a very important document for you. You've got to read this report or you've got to read this document. It's in the skiff waiting for you. They don't email it to, a, you know, over your VPN. They don't send it to a secure account. You get out of bed. You get dressed. You drive to the office and you read the document. That's everybody including up to and including senators and members of members of the House. The vice president and the president, different. But that's the way the rules are. I also know people that have had top secret clearances, and I mean top level clearances, and they will tell you that taking care of documents and sensitive data is could be job-threatening if you don't. So whether it is Vice President Pence, or it is, uh, President Biden, or it is President Trump. It doesn't matter. Should we be concerned that there are very sensitive documents out there in the hands of people that shouldn't have them? In the, in the case of Joe Biden, I'm saying Joe Biden making the distinction between Senator Biden, Vice President Biden, and President Biden. That Joe Biden, the senator, had no business having any classified documents outside of a skiff. There's no excuse and no reason for it, and many of the documents that they were finding were, were there, were, were outside of those – they go back to his days in the Senate. That is an absolute violation. There's no doubt about that. But really what big deal is it? Is it that big of a deal? And I don't know the answer to that. I'll be very honest with you. I don't know the answer to that. Could national security be compromised by it? Or is this just one of those things that was unfortunate for the people that went after former President Trump for doing it as if it was something to potentially cripple the country's national security? And then when it happened to the sitting president, then all of a sudden it didn't become that big of a deal. I don't know the answer to that. Don't know the answer. But now you've got classified documents, and it's happened before where people lose things. What's funny about this is how many of you ever? How many of you follow the NFL? Um, in the NFL, teams will find players for compromising the playbook. I want you to think about that. When players lose their playbook or leave it somewhere where it can be stolen. They can, they will, they, they go after them. This is a major violation because you got the team's secrets and their plays in that book, and you don't want your adversaries seeing your playbook. Isn't that fascinating? And here we are, the supposedly the world superpower, us and China, the two of us, and we've got presidents and senators and who knows who else that have classified documents the presidents in northern ireland and there's classified doc or sensitive documents i should say um the man who reportedly discovered the documents claimed the five pages comprised of sensitive documents on how police officers were deployed in belfast for biden's visit we're aware of the security breach um, this is the police of northern ireland now i'm not holding biden accountable for this i'm just saying all of this does seems to follow him around and I just wonder. I wonder how big of a problem it really is. It's a very strange question. Um, a topic that all of us don't want to think about but need to. Um, it is very possible that in the near future in Phoenix and other valley cities that your toilet water could become your drinking water. Um And one unfortunate comment from somebody that thinks it's a good idea. We'll let you hear it from it or hear about it in just a moment. Strong Values and Strong Opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. All right, I want to explain this very cool contest we have going on if you want to win Game 1 tickets to see the Suns. 7 a.m. hour, 11 a.m. hour, 4 p.m. hour, we are going to be calling out a name. If you want it to be your name, you just text the word TICKET to 41923. A name will be drawn randomly in each one of those hours. That's TICKET to 411923 But here's the cool part. We're going to give you 10 minutes to call in, so you have to be listening. If you don't call in when we call your name after 10 minutes, we open the phones, and someone is going to be registered to win. You'll be one of nine finalists. All of the finalists win a very cool prize pack. One of the finalists will also win game one tickets to the Suns. So get entered. That 11 o'clock hour is coming right around the corner. All right, uh, Phoenix Water Department. Uh, The Water Resources Management Advisor, man, that's big on a business card. Uh, her name is Cynthia Campbell. And um, I am guessing, I'm just going to guess, knowing my friends and what they're like, that Miss Campbell's choice of words when talking about reclaimed water, she's going to probably want to rethink and probably at this point is shaking her head because people like me are so sophomoric we won't let it go. So I'm going to do it one more time. Then I'm probably, I can't promise anything, I'm probably going to be done. The city of Phoenix is saying that there is now a way to rethink Recycle wastewater and purify it enough so it can be used as drinking water. We know that we we reclaim water now. Use it to water golf courses and other places is a great way to save water with reclaimed water. But nobody really has ever thought about drawing the liquids out of a wastewater treatment plant and purifying it to the level where they'd run it through your faucet and you drink it. I mean, I'm getting sick just thinking about it but Cynthia Campbell was talking on ABC 15 on this topic her choice of words oh not the best and many people say you know advanced water purification the the water that you get out of the back end is very very <laughs> similar to um bottled water especially in terms of its taste <laughs> I don't know what kind of bottled water she's drinking, (laughs) but when you talk about the water that comes out of the back end, that's not the phraseology you should have used. Now, I will tell you in the industry, that is kind of, that's an industry term. Um, (laughs) uh, It goes in the front end and it comes out the back end but it's just poorly (laughs) poorly phrased and so I've worked I've worked uh, in this industry for quite a while and I used to maintain a wastewater treatment plant that did this exact thing not for drinking purposes in the town of Maricopa The company that provides the water out there in Maricopa is a company called Global Water, and they had a state-of-the-art – I would imagine it still is, but at the time, it was a state-of-the-art wastewater treatment plant that was very good at uh, water management. And what it would do is through through a process, it would separate solid waste – from liquid waste and um, on the solid waste side of things it would come out as a paste it was almost like grout for a a, a block wall is what the, the consistency and then it was treated and it was taken to a landfill of some kind on the liquid side the water was then treated multiple times in multiple ways until it came out very clear it did look like drinking water It was then treated with a set of ultraviolet lights to kill germs and stuff. But then it was sent out not for drinking water. It was sent to the lakes and ponds that watered golf courses and things of that nature. Signs were put up that said reclaimed water, don't drink. Um, And so but that's what they would use to water the grass on golf courses. So we know that there is a level of purity that they can do that they are doing in many, many places that conserves water to be used to water golf courses. But is it in your mind? Do you think and I'm not I'm one of them. I work. I've worked in the industry, I've seen it happen. But I could not get past if they told me that beginning in twenty thirty 2030 or twenty thirty one, that the water coming out of my faucet at one time, at least in part, was water that had been run through the toilets. I don't I'm not drinking it. I don't care if it doesn't have a smell to it. I am not care how pure it is. I don't care how much of the literature you put up showing us the purification levels. I just don't care. And, when I, I get a, and I'm sorry, Cynthia, if you're listening, if somebody is forcing me to hear this again, I, I just got to do it one more time. And many people say, you know, advanced water purification, the the water that you get out of the back end. <laughs> <laughs> I I would love, um, if somebody knows Miss Campbell, Cynthia Campbell from the city of Phoenix, A, apologize to her, let her know that, yes, I am a juvenile delinquent still at the age of 55, and I couldn't help myself, but then ask her if she'd be willing to come on the show, and I'll give her an opportunity to reword the comment, but to me, that was one of the funniest accidental things, Freudian slips I've ever heard in my entire life, <laughs> When it, when it comes out of the back end, oh my gosh! And you're ta- you're trying you are trying to convince. Remember, we are convincing people that drinking reclaimed water from the sewage system and pu- putting it through the faucets is safe. You don't want to refer to it coming out of the back end. It just I'm no PR expert, but let's just you know let's just say. Um, Further, though, in all seriousness, we do everything we can. Phoenix and the state of Arizona as a whole have done a great job in water management, water storage, um, this reclaimed water and watering golf courses and other things with reclaimed water. Um, Again, I worked at a wastewater treatment plant where I have seen the final product. I have watched the water in treatment tanks as it makes its way from that final stage where it goes into the pipeline and it's used to water golf courses. So I know that. And there is no odor to it. I can tell you that it's interesting that I wouldn't drink it. I'm just being 100% honest with you. I wouldn't drink it either. But it looked clean. It didn't have an odor to it like the rest of the treatment plant did. Um, And so it was – I don't know that you could – I'm sure they can get it to that pure level where it's not dangerous to drink. I would even go, go further. It's safe to drink. I just don't think I could do it knowing what it is. I just couldn't. Especially because I'll never be able to drink it without thinking about that statement that it was water out of the back end. That it just ruins it for me. And am I a horrible person for that? Am I, am I a terrible person because of this? Am I a terrible person because I'm laughing at this? Okay, thank you. I, so at least other people think it's as funny as I do. Um, coming up just after 11 o'clock, Fed economists are now concerned about – a recession they are saying they believe there will be a recession this year at eleven twenty, we do did you hear this and we are also going to talk about the expelled member of the house of representatives our the speaker ben toma joined the show what he had to say about it we also are going to give you an opportunity to get registered to win phoenix suns playoff tickets all that's coming up in the final hour of the show so please stick around